What is going on, everyone? No need for a crazy introduction this time, since the title of this episode is pretty much what you clicked on. So let's get this thing going with Doug's Christmas Story. Will pork chop spend Christmas in the pound? Find out when Nick brings you a special Doug Christmas this Sunday at 8, 7 central right here on Nick. Doug's Christmas Story aired on December 12, 1993. Uh, it's a sad thing every single time I introduce these uh, the, the year and the date for these things. I just feel completely old. Let's talk about this dark episode of Doug. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of themes in this which are really dark, even compared to Nicktoon standards. Now, I know there's a lot of weird episodes in, in Ren and Stimpy, and, and they can be really odd and strange and just out there. And Rugrats is always just innocent, and Rocco's got some weird stuff going on, a lot of adult themes that are hidden in plain sight, which is never a bad thing. But they're never this dark. Nobody's ever been threatened to be put down, put to sleep, destroyed, you know, disassemble, whatever you want to call it. At the beginning of this episode, we see everyone on top of the lake. They're all having a really good time playing ice hockey with a pine cone. And that's up until BB Bluff, the resident rich entitled brat, skates way too close to some thin ice. Porkchop goes to save her and she accuses him of biting her. That's where the whole thing starts. Everything just kind of snowballs downhill from there. And what really bothers me is the fact that Doug, of all people, got after him. He yelled at him. He got embarrassed. He yelled at Porkchop and sent him to his luxurious igloo doghouse. He's like, bad dog, and just shuns him off. If anybody were to actually know that Porkchop isn't some sort of vicious killer running around, biting people like if he's some sort of ghetto ass dog it would be Doug there should no be no reason why it, it, any other thought should go through his mind and that's sad but then at some point the mayor the former mayor Bob White you know the guy that says vote for me he's got that white wig he, he has a radio show and somebody calls and talks about her getting bit he goes and takes everybody down there and they arrest Porkchop. Now Doug's feeling bad. This is all, you know, you turned your back on him. Now that they're about to take him away, you're going to go and you're going to cry about it? No, hell no. Porkchop even tried to, how do I say this? He, he did like a horrible charade thing, this little skit to show Doug that he was innocent. It didn't work. They still arrested his ass. And that bothered me. But Doug gets desperate at one point and decides that he's going to have everyone sign a petition. And that didn't work. I think Mr. Dink was the only one who signed. Everybody else was kind of like, wait a minute, that's a dog that bit that girl. I ain't signing nothing. So Doug gets desperate. And at one point, his, his, his uh, schizophrenia kicks in. And he has a meeting, actually, with the famous Quail Man, which we all know who that is. And then... The 007 knockoff Smash Adams. And then we get one that really doesn't show up too much. And that's like his Indiana Jones persona, Race Canyon. Now, sadly, this is the absolute last time you're going to see them before Doug gets bought out by Disney. But we'll get into that a little later. So they have this elaborate plan to break out Porkchop. 
they really want to go to these lanes because now Doug has a lot of guilt and he should. He should have a lot of guilt. You turned your back on him and you let him get arrested. That's all your fault. We do get a couple flashback scenes and one of them is showing when Porkchop was given to Doug as a Christmas present. We also get to see that Porkchop was the one that gave Doug his journal or diary or whatever you want to call it. And speaking of calling it a diary, one thing that's noticeably missing in this entire episode is Roger. We don't see him at all. And the reason I say, uh, the reason I mention him because of the diary, because at one episode, Doug lost his journal. He was going crazy looking for it. Roger ended up finding it and calling it a diary the entire time. And that's basically what it was. A journal is like a, a masculine way of saying it. But anyways, we don't get to see Roger at all in this. And we barely even get to see any of Patty, which is just strange too, because she's like a pretty big deal in the whole series. This episode feels like it, it takes a span of a few days, and it really doesn't because everything is happening all in the exact same day. Porkchop tried to say BB. He gets accused. He gets arrested. Doug tries to break him out. All this is happening on Christmas Eve. And somehow he gets a trial date. And that is Christmas Eve. So now we get to the grand finale, the, the courtroom scene. Now remember, all this is happening in, in the span of one day. Uh, Porkchop is getting cross-examined. He's getting the whole works done to him. Like if it's some sort of CSI investigation and they have this man on trial and he's going to be completely thrown away. But instead, we get a dog expert, a a dog psychologist. Uh, apparently, he's like Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. And what makes him what, what makes him an expert? What what gives him the best credentials? Nothing other than wearing a lab coat with dog bones sticking out of it. He tries to say that Porkchop just basically went insane and bit her. And then they wheel in BB Bluff in a wheelchair. And hey, wheel in somebody in a wheelchair, right? Jesus Christ, am I just doing this every every episode? I don't know. Anyway, she's got a cast. She can't walk. So the, the lawyer is asking her, hey, you know, what's going on? And she's telling her, hey, you know what? It, it really didn't even hurt. He didn't even bite me. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening at all. The, the whole jury... The, the audience, everybody's just like trashing Porkchop until Doug stands up and throws everybody under the bus. He tells, he just starts calling out everybody. You know, one lady took off for two months and left her kids behind while Porkchop babysat them. You literally let a dog babysit your kids and you're not standing up for this dude. He lent some other broke ass chick 20 bucks. He fixed some lady's transmission. The judge... Doug walked up to the judge and said, hey, remember when your daughter had that injury and who helped her walk again? Porkchop. All I'm asking you is to give Porkchop a chance and let's go out to the lake and find out. So, you know, the whole thing gets concluded with the fact that Porkchop was able to prove his innocence by re-saving BB. She's an idiot. She's telling everybody where she skated and she fell right in the ice and he goes and saves her. And they're like, oh my god, all charges are dropped. Now here's what makes me mad. Christmas Day happens. Everybody's visiting the funny family. They're all, they all want to see Porkchop. They all want to congratulate him because now he's this hero of a dog. And BB shows up without a cast and without a wheelchair. You magically healed up in the day. 
Now, I'm not going to have any sympathy for this girl because she could have easily walked into the courtroom and said, hey, this dog didn't do nothing to me. You know, it really didn't happen the way it did because that's what she was trying to do in the courtroom and nobody wanted to listen. But now she's walking. What a Christmas miracle, right? Another thing now, now, I, like I've said before, probably like three or four times, I shouldn't be making sense of these things. But let's think about this. Poor child was able to babysit a kid. He's able to he's a master mechanic. He somehow has $20 to lend people. He is a physical therapist. He does all these things, but he couldn't communicate to try to prove his innocence. The dude couldn't take out a piece of paper and write down, hey, this is what really happened. No, he tried to play charades. He tried to use all different types of, uh, of, of techniques to try to prove his innocence other than saying, hey, you know, I'm going to write all this down. Let you guys know what really happened. Now, that didn't even happen. <laughs> now, let's rewind back just a bit. I did tell everyone that this episode was very dark. Now, if you've watched Doug and, and you enjoyed the show, you do see how very different it was from the rest of the Nicktoons. You know, the Rugrats are always going out on, on fun adventures. Rocco's always just doing whatever the hell he wants, just running into some really hilarious situations. And, and all the other Nicktoons were almost the same thing. But Doug stood very different and away from the pack of that because his dealt with actually growing up. You know, he, he was a, a new kid in another town. He tried to fit in. He had a crush on a girl who he couldn't tell. And, uh, you know, he got picked on. He got made fun of for the way he looked, the way he dressed. He was always just trying to live a normal life when he couldn't because... You know, growing up can be a little awkward for people. So for this episode, he went through a little bit of a depression stage because why? They were going to kill his dog. That's a lot of deep thought for a Nicktoon. You don't have that. They literally told him that they were going to put his dog down. And that was going to be the last you'll see of Porkchop. Now, I would say that Porkchop is probably the, the second... Most popular character behind Skeeter. Everybody loves Skeeter and those weird ass noises like he's Michael Winslow from Police Academy. He's always just making these weird sound effects. But Porkchop was cool, man. He he had a uh, an igloo doghouse where as soon as you went in, it was like the Bel Air Mansion on Fresh Prince. He, he did everything. Listen to music. He played instruments. He just he was way better than Snoopy will ever be. I don't care. Snoopy gets all the credit in the world. He's always been on, on all kinds of crap. And he may be very old school. But Porkchop was a lot better. And like I said, this episode, when you watch it, you're like, wow, I really feel bad. Because, you know, we've all had an animal we had to put down at some point or another or we lost. And Doug was going through it, man. It's a little weird. It's a little weird seeing that from Doug. But what sucked about this is this was like the one of the last episodes in the whole Nickelodeon universe of Doug. Because after this, Disney bought it. They, they gave him a long sleeve and Roger had cut off jacket. It, you know what? I don't even know how to speak on this because it was garbage. It was disgusting to watch. When Disney bought Doug, that was the end. You know, they gave him a little brother named Dirt Bike, which was stupid. 
they changed up everybody's character the dynamic completely it was a, a it was a a different show altogether now i didn't like a lot of those shows pepper ann and all that other garbage that was on abc because not all of them were good they were all just copies of each other and when doug got on there i was like ah you know what this isn't this doesn't hit the same anymore it wasn't about you know what it, it didn't stay true to what it was that's what i'll say now i know i'm looking way too far into and probably reaching for some of this stuff but that's exactly how i feel about doug now at one point or another i'm probably going to do a retrospective of doug because i absolutely love this show and i still watch it probably like a few times out of the week it's just one of my favorites and it's always funny because doug's forever screaming and it's ah. I will always look at that show with nostalgia goggles and with fond memories and I'm and my kids even laugh and they sing killer tofu. Doug is a staple in this house and every year for Halloween I, I try to convince the wife to be Patty and, and I'll be Quail Man and, and yeah, she's always trying to be cool about shit and it doesn't even matter. I always get turned down for that one. She always wants to do a couple's costume and can never figure it out and I'm always like come on Doug and Patty let, let, let's go. And I'm always getting met with, now that's nerdy. And this year we went as a freaking hot dog and a taco. Oh, brother, what an idiot! <laughs> well, as usual, you can catch me at slash underscore vision underscore TV on Instagram. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>